You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. All right, welcome back to the Food Code. Friday fire today. Spicy. This one is a little spicy. This might offend some people, but sometimes this is the hard truth, hashtag hard truth, that you need to hear, okay? We are going to talk today about doing what it takes or deciding to do something else. I think this is a concept that a lot of people might initially get a little put off by, Mm -hmm. right? But really at the end of the day, if we've been saying that we want something for months, years, going back and like what we've had conversations with our clients about is like, then what are you willing to change and what are you willing to give up? Because if you want change, you have to be willing to change. And whether that is, you know, changing your circle of friends, changing your food intake, changing your Mm -hmm. training. Like if you have a set goal of something, kind of like if you want a new job, you got to update your resume and apply for it, right? You have to change your actions and what you're doing. So hear us out before you get your panties in a bundle. Because I think there's a lot of things that you'll want to understand on both sides of the coin here. Yes, this is a hard thing because a lot of people want things. We all want things, but we don't realize sometimes what it takes to do those things and accomplish those things. And we also don't sometimes think about like, will we be happy when we get there? Will we be happy doing the things that are necessary to do to get to that place? And so this is a reason that Liz and I talk a lot about lifestyle and health versus just weight loss. Do we help people lose weight? Absolutely. But we are very careful, especially like on initial consult calls. If all the person's talking to me about is wanting to lose weight, I just want to feel, I just want to get skinny or I just want to lose this belly. It's like, we need to understand way more about what is driving that want. And is it strong enough to get you to a place where you are in that, you know, goal that you're searching for? And do do you even comprehend what needs to be done to get there? It's not, I'm sorry, it's not a 30-day program. <laughs> and are you in a place where you're able to be successful? Because yes. a lot of people don't understand when they've been dieting for years and they're doing the same things, they're cutting calories, they're changing their food intake, they're changing their macros, they want a new macro recommendation. That is not going to help you if you're in a place where your body is not healthy enough to drop the weight, number one. And number two, a new program or a new template, a new coach isn't going to fix the inconsistencies if you are not willing to start to put in the work and to create a foundation and stay consistent on the days that it gets hard and on the days that you don't want to. Because that's going to be probably... 75, 80% of yep. the time. I was going to say, I hope it. you say something like 80% of the time that yeah. you don't want to do it because a lot of these times it's going to be easy to do the other route. It's going to be easy to eat the pizza. It's going to be easy to go to the happy hour. It's going to be easy to get less sleep and stay up and watch TV or do more work. It's not about what's easy. It's about what you have to do mm-hmm. to get to a place. And I, you know, for example, like I had a client 
or a consult a couple weeks ago that was like, I want to get back to this place, you know, of this weight. And I asked, when was the last time you were that weight? When I was a freshman in college. Okay, so first of all, when you like weren't even an actual mature female. <laughs> Second of all, how old are you now? Oh, I'm 38. Okay, we need to understand like relevance mm-hmm. of where we are in life and what, you know, have you had kids? Are you currently working from home while trying to be a mother and homeschool your children? Are you working out and you're in your house with no weight when you used to be going to a gym? There's so many other factors that play a role here, guys. And like that's something I've had to discuss with myself over and over again when I beat myself up, because I still do it. When I competed, it was before I had kids. I didn't have a period. I was under eating. I was training two to three hours a day. I was sleeping as much as I could. And my life revolved around that. Mm -hmm. I will not look like that now. And that's okay. (laughs) Well, and it's funny because I think about where I was in college when I lost all the weight. I was able to go to the gym twice a day because I had a part-time job, which I think at that point in time, part-time was like 15 hours. It wasn't the 25 or 30 hours people call it today, right? Um, So your stress is totally different totally, from having schoolwork and a part-time job at the buckle where I got some sweet clothes. What love I the buckle the time, right? in college. God, I love the <laughs> Did buckle. Did you guys ever play the a game if you could get into the store and tap the back wall? No. To, without being... So at our mall, oh. at least. So I went to Illinois uh. State. At our mall, people would come in and they would have a game between three or four of them who could like sneak past the sales associate and yep. tap the back wall before being approached. They were aggressive sales yeah. associates. Yeah, of, of course, because we were working on commission, yeah. right? Um, anyways, but so your stressors in life were way different. And again, your hormones were in a totally different place. Like I'm thinking like, yeah, I dropped weight easily, but I was also eating like a bird, going to the gym for two hours a day, sleeping probably 10 hours mm-hmm. a night, you know? And so it's just what season of life are we in? And the other piece that I think is most important, you're chasing a number on the scale, which you think is going to give you the feeling of confidence and happiness. And it's not the journey and what you learn inside of the journey and how you show up for yourself is what helps you have more confidence. Yep. So we want to under, we want you guys to understand maybe like some examples of this. Um, So for example, you know, if you want to train for a marathon, or a triathlon, and you want to complete this. One, I think the first thing that drives a lot of people to do these things is weight loss. They think that by over-exercising and doing these things, well, I'm going to be work- running a ton, I'm going to be biking a ton, whatever it is, that I'm just going to lose weight because I'm going to be working out so much. Yep. First of all, that should not be what's driving you to do this. Accomplishing this goal or feat is what should be driving you. And to do this, you're going to have to follow a training plan. And not just like six weeks before. I think we've seen a lot of people, I know, especially at our gym, people come in and they're like, well, I signed up for this race like six months ago and now it's six weeks away and I am nowhere near where I need to be. So I need a training plan and a diet plan that's going to get me ready in six weeks. That's nearly impossible, (laughs) especially, you know, if you're somebody who thinks that this is going to be a weight loss program, you cannot go into, or I should say, you should not go into a severe calorie deficit trying to lose weight while all of a sudden flipping the coin and training intensely. I mean, training for marathons or training for triathlons, that's some intense training, some long hours. So impactful on the body, on the knees, on the hips, especially because a lot of people, I'm sorry to say it, running is a low barrier to entry. People Mm -hmm. think that they can just go out and start running. When you haven't worked on running form, you have never had a coach watch you run. So you just start tracking in the miles 
not really running with proper form. Hello, shin splints, knee pain, back pain, pain, back pain. Running is like deadlifting or squatting. It mm-hmm. takes proper form to do, yeah. especially when you are doing this much volume. Mm-hmm. And so understanding that if you want to commit to this, you are also committing to a training plan. You are committing to eating enough for adequate recovery. You are committing to stretching and treating your body well, maybe doing Epsom baths or doing ice baths or whatever it might be to get to optimal recovery to support your training and recovery. Yep. And I'm going to add in here, if you're somebody who's you know already strength training and then you decide like this is another sport that you want to give a try, you're going to have to be willing to reduce the volume and the load of your strength training. As your miles rack up, you can't possibly stay up four days a week strength training, trying to hit PRs and then go out and run 12 miles. You're just breaking down your body over and over so that part of your training plan is going to have to change a little bit you might have to you know do a little bit less one or two days a week I definitely Mm -hmm. think you should still strength train while you're training you know for a marathon don't get me wrong here I've just worked with clients in the past where they want to add it on they don't want to change their strength training program that's already pretty intense and that program itself requires time to recover totally we are not discouraging you from trying to go and accomplish great things but I think that sometimes get a, people get a little wrapped up in the emotional or the, you know, the, the short-term motivation of wanting to do something like a marathon mm-hmm. or like you know, even like a 10K that still requires a good amount of buildup if you have never ran much before. And so understand that it isn't always what's at face value. Yep. No one ever peels back the shades and shows you what it takes to get to this place. It's, you know what I look at this as? It's like, and we're going to get into birth control in another episode. <laughs> it's like going to the doctor and them just prescribing something and giving you a pamphlet to explain the side effects. Who reads the pamphlet? No one reads the pamphlet, okay? It's the same thing here. You see the marathon. Mm-hmm. You see the weight loss. You don't see everything else it takes because no one shows that side of it really. Right. So we're trying to peel back the layers right now. It's kind of like on social media, right? People show the highlights. It's like a highlight reel. They're not showing you the deep, dark, like shitty times. I mean, I showed a video the other day of our house and Mark is making it a disaster and tornado. And on my end of it, I'm like, I wish somebody would fucking told me this shit before I decided to have kids because your house is never the same. Right. And it's the same thing as when you take on some of these bigger goals, which you should do. You just have to go into it with a mindset that you're going to have to do what it takes and there's going to be days that you're going to have to grind. So on the flip side of this, we hear women all the time saying, I want abs of steel. I want a six pack. I want to flaunt my bikini and have a flat stomach. First and foremost, before we dive into the flip side here, we want you to understand that what you see on social media is not always real life. There are people who are posing, there's Photoshop, there are all types of images being circulated um, throughout social media that you think is a realistic expectation when it's not. And it also doesn't mean that those individuals are healthy. So the reality of a fat loss phase, if you are really dialed in, you're going to be moody. You're going to be hungry, like really hungry times where you don't get to go off and quote unquote, have a cheat or fall off your plan, right? You don't get the right to do that until you've reached your goal. Um, You're going to be unable to sleep yet. You're going to feel tired all the time. Poor cognitive function, especially if you're kind of in the last phase of a fat loss period. And Becca's going to talk about her experience here Um, because at the same time, if you're somebody who is training for a marathon or triathlon or strength trains, You need to understand that your workouts are not going to be as strong. They're going to feel a lot harder and you're not, you're not going to feel like yourself 
for at least four to six weeks. Yeah. It's you guys having abs is not healthy for most people. Some people genetically it, it can happen, but for most people, if you are looking for a flat stomach for abs, I'm not saying just for weight loss. For weight loss, you shouldn't have to experience all these things. We can, we do weight loss in healthy ways. Mm-hmm. Yes. But if you are trying to get your body to a peak physique, and that is what your desire is when you come to a coaching program, a template, whatever it might be, understand there are lots of downsides and there are lots of long-term and negative side effects that can happen from that. And that usually do happen from that. And you might not even get to your goal without those starting to happen. Like Mm -hmm. when I competed, I was injury after injury. I was, because I did not eat enough when I competed. I was not eating for performance. I was eating enough to get by for a few years but it's why I broke down at so many different points. I tore my Achilles. I had shoulder, chronic shoulder injuries. I wasn't really getting that much stronger. I kind of reached a point that I peaked at and I didn't, and I started decreasing in strength. Because your testosterone was tanking. Because my testosterone was tanking. <laughs> my cortisol and adrenaline could only take me so far. Like, we need to understand it is not all it is chalked up to be, okay? And I think sometimes what we maybe think we wanted isn't actually what we want. And this is a hard thing for people to come to terms with because it kind of feels like we're going back on our word. It feels it feels like we're giving up and you aren't. It is just realizing what I talk a lot with my clients about is like expectations and realities. What do you expect? But what is your reality? Mm -hmm. Do you expect to lose 20 pounds in three months? But your reality is you don't get enough sleep because you have three kids. You just, you're super stressed at work. You aren't able to work out as consistently as you usually do. Like we can't get past those. I'm sorry. Liz and I do not work magic. I, I wish mean, we did. I think we're pretty good at what we do, <laughs> but we don't work magic. Well, and what are you willing to change inside of these scenarios, totally. right? Because if you're super stressed in life in general right now, and you're not willing to take the time or set aside the time to meal prep, to grocery shop, to set yourself up to be successful, it's going to make it 20 times harder and what you're going to end up doing. And I say this because this is what I did for a long time, but it's also what we see a lot is that people start, stop, start, stop, right? They think that they want it. They're motivated for a few days, maybe Monday through Thursday, they're crushing it. And then all of a sudden, Life gets overwhelming and they throw their hands up in the air because they expected themselves to be perfect, which we talked about on Monday, is not an expectation anyone should place on themselves. And so instead of just taking one meal at a time and looking at today as today and how can I control today, they throw their hands up and then they give up and they find themselves ultimately piling weight on because they're stressed and now they're emotional eating and they're, you know, binge eating. And it's this like, pendulum swing back and forth and so that's where you've got to look at your life and your lifestyle and ask yourself am I willing to do what it takes if not maybe I need to decide to do something else right now and work my way to that goal eventually yeah but in this season of life maybe I work with a coach I lay the foundation to a healthy lifestyle I work on improving my running skills Mm -hmm. while I'm still strength training but I protect myself from injury and metabolic adaptation because I now am learning the knowledge that I need when I'm ready. We're not saying that you shouldn't go after your goals guys. We're saying that you really have to be in a place where you're mentally ready. You're physically ready and you're prepared to do the work. Yep. 
it's it's a lot more than sometimes we give it credit for um, because accomplishing these great feats takes hard work and sometimes we aren't ready for that hard work and that's okay like Liz and I are not trying to put anyone down right now we are not trying to call anyone failures or say don't even try it's not worth it maybe we just start smaller Maybe we start with something smaller and maybe you'll surprise yourself along the way. We've had so many clients that we've worked with along the journey of weight loss or whatever it might be that they were trying to accomplish that realized it wasn't that important to them. And they actually found that, oh my gosh, I'm sleeping through the night. Oh my gosh, I'm not bloated anymore. My skin my is skin's clear. clearing up. I feel so good in my workouts. This is what I love. One of my clients last week, I love what she said. She said, I'm kind of loving this slightly thicker self. I love my life. I feel better. I'm not injured all the time. I don't have like lack of energy all the time. I'm sleeping better. And I thicker is like one to two pounds. We've, we've seen the scale, but she's also been weight training a ton. And so like she realized what she came to me to strive to accomplish isn't actually what she wanted, but she didn't realize it until she started feeling amazing along that journey of improving health. Yeah. So maybe, you know, it's not always what it seems. Um, and take a real deep, deep dive into what you really want before you start committing to these big grand goals. And give yourself a reality check. You yeah. know, if you have been trying to do the same goal for the last six months and you keep finding yourself back at square one, like Becca mentioned, like maybe you start small. Doing more is not always better. Doing better is more. And by this, I mean, pick one to two things that you want to become good at. Chase after that. If it's drinking water every you know, day, adequate water. If it's drinking um, you know, half your body weight, because right now you're only getting 40 ounces in. Do that. Start small. Start there. If it's going for a walk, if it's getting to the gym three days a week, whatever it is that you need to really get consistent with, start there, master that, make it better, then you can add on. Yep. Because most people try to go zero to 60, you know, they're going to completely overhaul. They're going to be a marathon runner in the next 30 days, you know, and it just doesn't work that way. Our bodies take time to adapt. We are habitual creatures and we need to give ourselves, um, you know, the right to succeed. We need to earn yep. that, that right. To Give succeed. those feats some credit, guys. <laughs> Running a marathon is not easy. I, I, will, I refuse to ever try to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> I, you will not be able to pay me to do a marathon. But anyways, so with all of this said, if you are somebody who finds yourself stuck and frustrated and you constantly start back at square one, don't forget that we are doing our nutrition scholarship for metabolic prehab. Um, that is coming with our 100th episode on Wednesday. So um, there's a link in our show notes that you can go and you can apply for that scholarship. We will be picking a winner based upon their application, but you can also enter to win a hundred dollar um, gift card. We're doing two of those from top notch nutrition. So everything that you need to know is inside the show notes. And with that, we hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.